All right, folks, we're back. And it is Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios again today. Folks, this is your host. Who? It's Radio Strongman. Kim Wade, I am coming to you alive from WYAB 1039 FM. Well, folks, we're back in Radio Strongman. Boy, we're going to be slamming it down like dominoes today. No more Mr. Nice Guy. And, uh, uh, of course, uh, it's been revealed that the reason why the FBI and the Nancy Pelosi's Congress, the J6 Commission, that would be the uh, old Graf himself, Benny uh, Homer Simpson Thompson, uh, didn't want to release the J6 footage. They have admitted that because it would reveal their confidential uh, human sources and their paid informants instigating what happened on J6. And of course, we know our uh, beloved Mississippi Values Congressman in the 3rd District, Michael Grimey, guess, will not stand for that. Of course, he'll sit down for it, he'll take it in the shorts. But he will not stand for it. And uh, uh, so these people are continue to be persecuted and prosecuted by the corrupt DOJ and FBI. Articles of impeachment have been drawn up against FBI Director Chris Ray. And guess who else? Pedophile Joe. The racist in the White House. He's getting his walking papers. The twice impeached. President of the United States, soon to be twice impeached, Joe Biden. And, of course, Snowball's out there in a fit of panic and terror, crying in his beer, crying all over his reefer, if he smoked reefer, or whatever else he's on, because it ain't, it ain't wisdom. He ain't getting high off truth, and certainly not the facts. And uh, I say that in deference to our good friend, Carol, uh, one of our... uh, and I, I did, you know, I make mention of the fact that Carol had been elevated to one of my top 10 favorite Caucasians. And one of the Caucasians on that top 10 list uh, texts me with a uh, uh, furrowed brow, concerned, feeling like the top 10 list has been populated with loons. And I told him, hey, 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 we don't talk like that around here. They're crazies, not loons. <laughs> I'm just kidding. But anyway. Uh, getting back to the fact that the, the FBI, once again, has been shown to be, folks, the, the place is corrupt. Let me tell you what's going on with the uh, whole revelation by Durham about the corruption in our government and how these people are going to have to be checked. They, look, th- there's no need of sugarcoating this. They're going to have to be checked. What they done, what they have done, it's the equivalent. See, when I said yesterday, we men, ain't we? Men have always dominated other men since time immemorial. You put kids on the playground, little boys on the playground, somebody going to be king of the mountain. That's the way it's got to be. That's why I'm radio strong, man. King of the mountain. So what the FBI, the DOJ, and all these uh, senior executive uh, uh, service folks in the higher echelons of our departments in in the federal government in particular, have decided that they're going to take over this country. And you know what? For those of you who are students of the Revolutionary War, this same thing happened then. Did you know that? 
Did you not know that? Yes. See, because human nature doesn't change. That's what was so unique about what the founding fathers did when they created the documents that make up our country, that hold it together the glue, the respect for human rights, God given rights, property rights, etc. The place and time in which those men and women found themselves at the formation of our country. They were endowed and blessed with having studied from one common body of knowledge, which was the gospel of Jesus Christ. So they had that common framework. So when they came to, now they had obviously studied some of the other sciences uh, throughout that, have, that had arisen throughout history. And we were all beneficiaries of that from the wide breadth of knowledge of a, a, of a George Washington or a Ben Franklin or all the other founders who done, you know, unique things on their properties and yada, yada, yada. But they came together and they created these documents that have endured the test of time because of their astute observation of human nature. See, the truly educated man is not the guy with a Harvard degree in physics or MIT or wherever else, but it's that, it's, it's that theologian, it's that philosopher who understands human nature and what men are capable of. This is why the accuracy of what you hear coming across the airwaves from WYAB, 103.9 FM, and its variety of hosts is because our positions are grounded in truth, facts, and or the law emanating from the word of God itself. And as it was pointed out to me at dear old Morehouse, if you when you step before those cameras and microphones, if your position is grounded in truth, facts, and or the law, they can't knock you off center. That's why I've been here 32 years. Well, you ain't got no bigger. No, bro. What I have done is walk my post in a perfect manner. I didn't look to the left or to the right. Promotion comes from God, not from Super Talk. Not from Fox News. It comes from being faithful over those small things. Being that mosquito in the bedroom at night when the person is trying to sleep. You don't have to be mighty. You have to be persistent. And you have to be where you're told to stand. All this stuff. And see, there will be those out there saying, oh, he's trying to floss and flex about a relationship that I have raised eyebrows about that he has with he who threw up the sun, moon, and star. I understand that. But here's the deal. Don't need your approval. Neither does Donald J. Trump, who, by the way, was a real president and shall return to the White House in 2024. But getting back to the raid that has taken place on this country and how men dominate other men given a chance. Chris Ray wants to dominate us. Barack Obama wants to dominate us. You know, all this stuff came to fruition under that Kenyan, that Cancunian. Because he's set up there. See, Barack, Barack wants to go down in human history as being second to Prophet Muhammad in terms of what he was able to do and conquer. He wants to go down as the great conqueror. Oh, I can read that fellow to the ground. Oh, but he's going to fall short. And all of those of you who bet against the human spirit and bet against the American spirit, Hoss, I'm just telling you now, if you can't stand pain, you need to leave us alone. 
Because we men, ain't we? Yes, we are. And as I said yesterday, they have forced us into two choices bow up or bow down. I don't want you to think about that. Both of those are spelled the same way. What's the difference between them? You're going to bow up or you're going to bow down? You know what the difference is? Courage, heart, spirituality, relationship, determination. That's the difference. It's a test of wheels. You see, they bit off more than they can chew. But they're also, they're, in their, they're at their most dangerous stage as I speak to you right now. Because they know when President Trump gets back in there, they are going to hang for their crimes. And hang they should. So that means that in between now and the next election, they will kill anybody that they need to. But anyway, be that as it may, you and I have a rendezvous with destiny, as Reagan would say. What we're experiencing right now is the equivalent of being men, husbands and fathers, having Chris Ray, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, James Comey, Struck, Stroke, and all these other folks. We have the equivalent of them riding up on our job on a horse with our wife and our baby on the back of the damn horse. And they asking you what you going to do about it. We men, ain't we? We going to bow up or we going to bow down. And bow down is not in our history. So I'm just telling you. You have no more assurity of victory than I do. But I'm confident of I'm confident of the victory because of who we serve and who sent us to stand on the perimeter, and fight your butt down to the last man. Don't mean maybe or perhaps. Because you know what? So what are you going to do? For me saying this, what are you going to do? The same thing you were going to do if I didn't say anything. You're going to dominate me. Tie wrap my hands in, in back of me and have me kneel down booty butt naked while you put a twenty two bullet in my head. Uh, I'll pass. Take your chances. Because you know what? All you sellouts out there, and you know who you are. Those of you who will steal the freedoms that God gave every human being that passed through the birth canal. And you conspire with those who gave you a fistful of dollars to take our freedom so you can be important in their eyes. So you're going to be important. And your name is going to go down in history. It sure is. You're going to be on one of those walls. So I'm going to just tell you now, you don't need integrity in this world. You can get by without it. You can take the cash and be important for 15 minutes. You know when you're going to need that integrity? You know when that integrity is going to mean something, have currency, and you wish you had it? On that great getting up morning when you have to turn your palms up and show the work of your hands. And it will be noted at that time, hmm, there's no mortar between those bricks that you built. That structure that you built, there's no mortar of integrity there. There's no courage. There's no character. <laughs> Peter, let me holler at you a minute. 
No, dog, that ain't the way this works, man. You had an opportunity, <clears throat> but you took the shortcut. You listened to the Judas goat Jesse. You listened to Barack. You listened to that, that bogus bishop that you run behind. And they were in it for the money. And because you wouldn't learn and study for yourself, because you wouldn't establish a relationship, now you're standing there with your finger in your ear at the, at the pearly gates talking about, I know Kim Wade. <laughs> no, bruh. Uh, don't even bring my name. Keep my name out your mouth. Our number 601-879-0002, the Complete Exteriors. Roofing and Gutter Hotline, completeexteriorsms.com. Go to their website and you can get an estimate of your home, your roof, exterior that needs work from the damage, storm damage. You just want, hey, a new roof. They can do it. Completeexteriorsms.com. All right, folks, we are back. And it is it's Thursday. Glad to be back here in the studios. Want to remind you, folks, the Mayo Clinic. Located on Highway 18, folks, there in Raymond, Mississippi. Check them out online, mayoclinicms.com. You've heard of the Mayo Health Clinic. Well, this is the Mayo Health Clinic for cars. Troubleshooting, folks, that's what they do best, and that's what the Mayo Clinic does. They go, I mean, they're there for those people who have those, I mean, just catastrophic illnesses. Ones that, man, I, I need another opinion. Well, troubleshooting is what they do at Mayo, Mayo Auto Clinic. So again, if you have a problem that's just been bugging you, pestering you, just hadn't getting those, can't get no satisfaction, you can get it at MayoAutoClinicMS.com. Check them out today, and they specialize in diesel engines. So if you have a diesel truck, car, automobile, you need troubleshooting, did done or performed, they can do it. MayoAutoClinicMS.com. All right, we got all the way from the Mobile Bay, Mobile Bob. What up, hey, man? man? Hey. I, I was a little young when Watergate happened back in the 70s. So <laughs> wasn't that when Richard Nixon got the FBI to spy on Jimmy Carter to help uh, Gerald Ford win? Is that what Watergate was about? Yeah, that's 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 the one of the uh, the narratives of the story. I got a lot of background on that. Uh, but anyway, that's what the public understands about it for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what they understand, yeah. Oh no, that wasn't uh, that wasn't Nixon. That was uh, Barack Obama and Joe Biden uh, getting the FBI spy on uh, Donald Trump. Right. <laughs> it was fun to listen to some of your callers, your your uh, Biden supporter callers. Straining, they were straining the middle lot. They were straining Mobile. I, it was it was embarrassing, and then and then of course you know uh, uh, Snowball is not the sharpest pencil in the drawer, and he's straining to employ logic and reasoning and. Sound deep and pensive, and he, again, he successfully proved himself to be the knucklehead that he is. But he's our knucklehead. <laughs> of course, the, the king, or I should say, the queen, was that lady who called the other day. Call back again. Carol? To try to imply that uh, wiretapping is not spying. Is that what she was trying to imply? <laughs> yeah, she was saying. Well, he had a public campaign. He should anticipate it. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, we should anticipate the FBI. Well, why not? Why, why the hero wouldn't she anticipate it? Then, well, why wouldn't Biden anticipate it? <laughs> the FBI was going to spy on him <laughs> on his campaign. She was going to try to say wiretapping wasn't spying there for a minute. Because, like, uh, yeah, wiretapping is a. In fact, that's the, that's the classic thing. That's the first thing they do when they want to spy on you. But just tap those wires. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, you got, you got all the uh, 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 RICO violations. They, they're uh, working together, more than one conspirator, taking multiple steps across state lines. I mean, every federal law you could break, they've broken. And yet, and see, this is what I was saying about integrity. No, you can get by without having it here in this world, particularly the world ran by Democrats. Uh, but you're going to need it. It's going to be important, and it's going to be, and that's going to be made clear to you at some point. But see, these people don't care. That's why when I get the Barbara Mikes of the world, I'm trying to say Barbara Mike, uh, this lack of integrity, integrity is directly impacting, you know, your walk, brother. You're you're spreading of the gospel, but he somehow yeah. thinks that he can do it without it. But good luck. It's one thing if you you just suspect that. Barack Obama. Barack Obama was the worst thing that ever happened to this country. He was the he was the worst. He just no he, the guy has, has literally he he's done what he said. He said I fundamentally just change America. Well, he wants to find it. He fundamentally destroyed America. Yeah, he yeah, did. he sure did. I used to think the uh, uh, getting people okay with gay marriage was the worst thing Obama did, which destroyed the country's moral foundation. But no, get uh, no his corruption of the FBI and the CIA. It's the worst thing mm-hmm. that he's done. And, and, the, and the IRS. Just thoroughly and wholly corrupting those institutions is what's so bad. And, you know, the, before back in the past, Clinton and the rest of them would dip their toe into using the IRS and the FBI this way. Mm-hmm. They would, But they wouldn't go full-blown out with it. Right. Barack went full out with it. Oh, yeah. And once they saw that, hey, we can, get, well, yeah, we can do this and get away with it. So let's just keep on doing it. Let's just keep on going and, and doing and steering this country where we think it ought to go, the deep state, the FBI, CIA. And you so know, now these folks are out of control and no there's no and they've they've seen that the media will not rein them in. Well the media it's yeah, only conservative media. Yeah. Well, well the media is part of the conspiracy. And see, this is why I said at the end of the day, we men, ain't we? At some point, these people are gonna have to be confronted. I mean, you know, we we can sit around and act like that's not the case. No. You got some criminals. You got some homicidal maniacs, uh, and they're at a point where they're paranoid because you got to understand from their standpoint, they suspect everybody, and they suspect everybody of being this or uh, potentially being disloyal because they're among thieves, and they don't know who they can trust. And if anybody act like, "Hey, man, you ain't a hundred and ten percent with me," you got to go. It, just, it was just like with the. Uh, you see the movie Goodfellas. After they yeah. robbed the uh, Latanza uh, 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 airport uh, uh, wing or whatever it was, right? And uh, they didn't trust anybody. They killed off everybody, but a few of them, and that's what's going to happen. See, yeah, they've got a plan. They, they think it's airproof. The problem is, all we have to do is sow seeds of doubt, because you know the rank and file out here. Yeah, they may be the husband may be gung ho FBI agent or ATF or whatever, but the wife saying, "You sure y'all got this?" Because these people are not going to be happy campers. These folks that, you know, that we're doing the soccer mom crap with and all this other stuff, they're not going to be happy about their husband and their kids being killed and hauled off to jail. At some point, you're not going to be able to protect it because that was, uh, uh, who was that? That was uh, not Jake Tapper. Uh, uh, what's the guy that uh, they just walked into? Oh, Sullivan, Jake Sullivan. Uh, and uh, the guy was walking around in his house. And the point is, this here, and I don't know if they're trying to send Jake Sullivan a message because he's the one put together the Hunter Biden uh, 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 intelligence directors saying that it was just uh, Russian propaganda. He's the one put that together. So they may be sending him a message saying, Hoss, if you go down there and talk, you ain't got long for this world. We can get to you. 
No, it's yeah, there's no protecting these whistleblowers. They're, they're just going to be they're just left to twist in the wind. They're, they'll be identified and outed in a heartbeat. Uh, you know, the country can has has been allowed and been able to get by with a certain degree of corruption. There's no such thing as uncorrupt government as long as you got corrupt people. They're like a car engine. Uh, yeah, you want those valves nice, pristine, and clean all the time. But you know, when you use cars, the, the valves going to get clogged a bit. Mm. And you wonder, okay, how for how many <laughs> long can they, they be clogged before? My engine stops running. That's right, <laughs> and and that's where we are right now with this corruption. Okay, this clog and this engine ain't running so high. We just saw a few uh, uh, a couple of elections away from being stuck from the country being stuck on the side of the road. Yeah. Donald Trump was had through a little fuel injection cleaner <laughs> in this country for a, a few years, and the American people got the, a whiff of it. That's when they had to shut off our ability to vote. Now that's right. Oh, oh, we messed up. We let one good man get in there and see what uh, see what happened. We got the we uh, Corona, COVID nineteen. Let's bring it in. Mm-hmm. Let's shut this. Let's, let's shut down the people's ability to vote. Mm-hmm. You're not gonna have, we're not gonna have another clean election again if you because you gotta steer this country in the right direction. We let you get too many clean elections. Well, I don't think we have. I I think 2024 is going to be it one way or the other in terms of. Yeah. Uh, I mean, these people have been outed. They have been outed, and if they get past 2024, not in jail or hanging from a rope or a lamppost, uh, folks, these folks are going to be Pol Pot ruthless on the people who they perceive as their enemy. They're paranoid criminals, the worst kind. And I listened to Donald Trump Jr. interrupt, uh, interview Douglas uh, mm-hmm. McGregor. The man's a, uh, man, both men are brilliant, Donald Trump Jr. and Douglas McGregor. They were talking about Ukraine. Yeah. And all the crap there, <laughs> Ukraine, and, and they're wondering why, why they can't let Donald Trump get back in it. Donald Trump, I, I say he probably wouldn't get it fixed in a day, like he's there. I'm not so sure. Right. He might be getting it. He might have it wrapped up in a day. Well, <laughs> in a day, it's shouldn't this should, if Donald Trump were still president, millions of people in, in Ukraine would still be alive today, well, or at least at least thousands would yeah. still be alive today. Oh, Russia would not have invaded Ukraine with Trump in office because Trump wouldn't have done the, the stuff to provoke Russia to invade Ukraine. Russia is not wrong in the Ukraine dispute. No, they're Folks, not. Folks, sorry, they're not. They're not. They're not. And, you know, uh, if you study the um, history of the Ukraine, that region up there, my God, I'm talking about from a spiritual, theological standpoint, bruh. I did not know all that. You know, you heard McGregor talk about that 15 feet of black dirt mm-hmm. uh, uh, that, that, that makes the Ukrainian soil. So the, the, the country of Ukraine was a breadbasket for Russia and the, and the Jews that they ran out of the Ukraine back in the 20s and 30s came here and many of them actually showed the Italian mafia, mafia how to be real live gangsters if you want to be gangsters using nothing but a ledger book and a pencil. But now... What they showed was was that that land is uh, full of that uh, black mud like that because of the milk. Dude, it is it's just fascinating. God's fingerprints is all over this. I keep telling you, all you folks out there who are betting against America and betting against those who serve our Lord and Savior fearlessly, I'm telling you, you're going to be disappointed. You're going to be disappointed. I bet you Ukrainian people wish Trump was still president because I don't know if it's millions, but thousands of them would still be alive today. Then that country would be in shambles today if Trump was still president. So elections have consequences, Barbara, Mike, and I keep getting the lady. Uh, uh, Carol, Miss Carol, that's Miss Carol. That's and Sarah, yeah. and 
If that's the side you want to be on, go so be it. Good. All right, bud. Good luck. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. All right, what we're going to do, our number is 601-879-0002, the Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutter Hotline, CompleteExteriorsMS.com.、Uh, you can go there, schedule an、uh, auditor to come out and take a look at your roof and give you an estimate that you can submit to your insurance company or you can compare against the others. And I can tell you, Complete Exteriors will beat them hands down. Quality, service, and price. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks, we're back and it is Thursday. And I want to remind you, our good friends over at Pure Air Consultants. You know, a lot of us have allergies, or, and sometimes you don't even know what's causing it to flare up. You know, the rain has come in and washed down the pollen, and you're thinking, okay, I should be good. And then something comes up. You know what? You could have microbes, dust, dirt, debris in your duct system in your home. That's right, fungi. Fungi? Who wants fungi? Not me. Well, they can get rid of it. My peer air consultants, folks, they're solving that problem, eliminating that concern. So you can eliminate all the possibilities that's causing your、uh, ill health or respiratory concerns. So check them out today by going to mypureairconsultants.com. That's mypureairconsultants.com. Or give them a call, 939 7420. And while they're there at your place, they can also clean the. Uh, the dryer duct,、uh, vents rather, on your, and duct on your clothes dryer. That's right, folks, because you got to think okay, when those clothes are drying, that's moist air in there. And when that moist air gets in there, you can get mold, fungi, mungi,、uh, microbes, and just things that are not good for your respiratory. So, again, my pure air consultants is where I would go because、uh, you don't want to continue to suffer. 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 The number 939 7420. So check them out today. All right, folks, it is an open forum. A couple of things that we've been talking about here, the theme that we're trying to get you to understand, folks, these folks have thrown down the gauntlet. Their hands have been exposed. The threat is real. We can't ignore it. Now, I ain't saying、uh, we need to dress up in red uniforms and start marching on anybody or anything, but you have to remember what they're trying to do is subjugate it. They want all the power unto themselves. Folks, when you have people who think like that, you don't get the prosperity in society that we enjoy now, where I can run up the road here to Ramey's or、uh, go down to Kroger's or Target or wherever else and get the same Lay's potato chips. I can go from the uttermost、uh, northern tip of America up in Alaska and go into any store up there and get a Coke and a Pepsi, some chips, go all the way down into the Florida Keys and get the same thing. That distribution system comes from people having private property rights, free choice. These people, these senior executive class in these state,、uh, excuse me, federal agencies, think they own us. They're going to have to be. Disabused of this notion. Everybody's not going home to their families. w e men, ain't we? But then we're going to have to pee like a boy dog. We've done everything we could to be law abiding, peaceful, and everything else. They are asking too much. End of story. They don't want, oh, you can't say that. But listen what they tell us. Oh, there's too many people on the planet. We're going to get rid of some. Really? 
you, who ain't done nothing but gone to Harvard, Princeton, and us, wherever, and now you think you own everybody? Okay. Look, I can't tell you you can't think like that. I'm just telling you I'm not of that same mindset. And I notice you got butt cheeks. I got butt cheeks. So you're going to have to bring some. I'm going to have to bring some. I know you got all the electronic devices and you, I could hit a key on my phone and you can tell what key it was. I, I appreciate all that. You had all that in Afghanistan. So don't get so reckless with your conversation and you listening to your supervisors in that conference room on your encrypted Zoom call and they're telling you how easy this is going to be. We got rent up out of Afghanistan. Don't people wipe their rear ends with their hand, bro. The worst thing you can do is underestimate. Just like Derek Johnson, when he said, you ain't nobody. Folks, that's a mindset. That's a mindset that's ate up with pride. That's a mindset that is involved with incestuous criminal relations in my view. Because he thinks everybody thinks like he thinks. And everybody around him affirms his foolishness. But radio strongman. I ain't the one. There's Negroes out there who will go along with the foolishness that Derek Johnson and his cabal is bringing. Down. I'm not one of them. Never have been. And as I've told you down through the years, you can look at the size and shape of my head and see I have unresolved issues. I'm that guy. I've always colored outside the lines. So now having said that, let me point out a couple of things to you. Not only would what the Durham report has revealed what our challenges are as men and what we're facing, because it's clearly delineated now. Whether it's the federal government or the NAACP, the ACLU or whoever else, they think we're weak. They think we're scared. They think we're intimidated. And you know what? They might be right in a lot of cases. But they need to be right in every case. And they're not. And I'm of the mind that they can't stand the pain that they want to bring on us. They can't stand it on themselves. And all we asked was to be left alone. They're not content with that because they're Billy Badasses. I understand that. I understand that. But you're going to see courage come out of men and women that you thought wouldn't be the last ones to do and to stand. Again, the Revolutionary War produced such men and women and that DNA remains in the American people today. It may be dormant in some, it may be bold in others, but it's still there. And that yeast is going to rise once they step over a line. There's going to be a spark, there's going to be something. They're going to, they're going to pick on the wrong person. Because again, the Joint Chief of Staff, Miley, what's his name? Yeah, General Miley, he's dependent on when he issues that order. And I don't know the ranking system, that colonel, that lieutenant colonel out there, you know, the folks who actually get the stuff done. 
those mid level uh, uh, officers. Because, you know, you see those coups in all those countries, and, you know, Gaddafi was a colonel. See, this is why they're dangerous now because they're paranoid. They know military history too. This is uncharted ground for them to try to subjugate 340, 50 million people with nothing but the federal government, which is a couple, what, one, two, four, five million folks, included those who are under, the arm, under arms. And then they got to depend on every one of those. We got, some, we got some patriots in this audience who kids are special forces, who's in the military now and who just ate. Dude, they weren't raised to do no crap like this. And that seed, the word of God, the one that has strengthened those folks to walk into the lion's den with their head up, it's still running the DNA of Americans. And the George Soros and their appointed DAs and all these other, they think they're Billy Badasses. They are. Until they run into another Billy Badass. If you can't stand pain, my suggestion is to change course. But just like Derek Johnson ate up with pride, foolishness, he's been gassed up hanging out there with those Hollywood types. The boy's smelling himself. And I can understand you wearing Prince pants. I smell you too. Put some drawers on, fool. But see, they're not used to this because they never had any pushback. It's going to be a shock to all of them. I don't know what form the pushback will take. My suspicion is that it's going to just organically be asymmetrical. Ain't no need of going up there. Uh, 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 raiding, I mean, uh, uh, running up on the police station or the sheriff's. Those guys ain't done nothing to us. But now the people who keep sending them, that's a different thing. Department of Homeland Security is going around the country telling these local sheriff's department and police departments that anybody who believes in the Constitution, anybody believes in the rule of law, should be on a terrorist watch list. And check this out. The people who believe in the rule of law, the Constitution, private property rights, they're the ones who make this country work. So who is our government at war with? You over there at Department of Homeland Security, what's your point? You ain't, you're not ignorant of what you're doing. Because the people that you, your, your, your new instructions tell you are terrorists, You were once them. You were once the Cub Scout. You were once the uh, the Boy Scout. You're, you were once a scout leader. And now because you carry a badge for the government, you say those same people are now terrorists. No, you need to have a gut check. That's what I'm saying. You don't need integrity in this world. You're going to need integrity on the day of judgment when you turn your palms up. Or you will... I should say you're going to wish you had had integrity in this world on that day. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. All right, folks. The final few minutes of the first hour of the Kim Wade Show. Also, folks, uh, I want to make another point. 
regarding the, this whole group of people in this country. Now, in the case,、uh, I mentioned Derek Johnson and NAACP. See, they're in charge of a, sucks, a subset of America, which is the Negro community. Their job is to ride herd over us, keep the black community. I mean, he's performing that task, the same task that、uh, Chris Ray is performing over the rest of the country on behalf of the New World Order folks. Uh, blacks in this country are nothing more than a battering ram. They, they try to keep us ignorant in enough areas and educationally. So, all we'll do is just emote. Folks, how many, and real talk now, how many of y'all get text messages every day from your black acquaintance, friends, or whatever complaining about racism? I mean, it's like they don't do anything else but just search the internet, TikTok. Facebook, real, anything, any evidence of racism. That's what Derek Johnson, that's their job. To keep that crap going. And then you got the Donna Lads and Jackson Free Press and Mississippi Today and all that. Their, their job is to keep that anger at a slow boil and then they'll bring the flame up come election time. But here's the deal this is the reason why a candidacy, a run, For elected office by Radio Strongman, it's going to be so devastating to their, to their narrative. Because I'm saying flat, right now, flat footed and forthrightly, black folks, we've got to end this racism. There is a dollar cost associated with being black racist. Now, the Democrat Party have us ate up with self esteem and pride that we have righteous anger. That we need to uh, uh, be acquitted of by reparations or whatever. No, black, the black community, and I think the、uh, Mission Mississippi should be leading this, given their history and what, they, what their mission is. Just as the white community browbeated their parents and their grandparents and their racist granddads and grandmothers, and, and when I say browbeat them, I'm just saying let their parents and grandparents know, Papa. Don't talk like that. Don't be like that, Papa. Black people need to do the same thing to the Derek Johnsons of the world and all those other black racist chalk lines, Lumumba. Because when you get out here and start talking that crap about, well, those people, Hoss, you just, that's just as racist sounding as you accuse them. Why do you think it's okay? If it's a principle of racism being wrong, why is it okay for you to do it? You don't have justification to do the same wrong that you want reparations for. This is the weakness in our position. This is why I call you sons of Jesse. Because spiritually, anybody with a good spiritual underpinning and a spiritual reference and some landmarks based on the word of God demonstrated by hard working sacrifice of parents and grandparents that you saw before you, you wouldn't do this. So, my election, excuse me, my campaign is going to be about blacks in Jackson. Are you going to let go of the black racism? Because there's a dollar cost associated with it. Like I was trying to explain to Derek about what those lawsuits were doing to our property values. He felt like I couldn't even say anything to him. Who are you? You ain't nobody. Wait a minute. And then we want to blame Tate Reeves and the legislature. For the lack of economic prosperity, and then we got these Negroes creating this, this evil. Oh, hell no. Let's take a break. We'll be right back.
right, folks, we're back. And it is Thursday. We're glad to hear, be here in the studios in open forum. And、uh, our number is 601 879 0002. Erico 601 brought to you by Complete Exteriors Roofing and Gutter. That means Complete Exteriors. Anything dealing with the outside, the roof, the gutters, the siding, folks painting, they got you covered. Complete Exteriors MS. Com. Check them out on the web. And again, you can communicate with them and have someone come out and give you a, a quote on whatever it is you need to have done. They can do it. Get or did.、Uh, that's ms.com. Complete exteriors, ms.com. All right, folks. Also, I want to remind you this weekend, this Saturday, Men Who Care About Jackson, a prayer breakfast sponsored by the Restoration Community Church there on Bowling Avenue.、Uh, their website is Triple dub restoration cc ms.org. Now, the breakfast is going to start at 8 30 at the JSU East Center on Raymond Road. So, we encourage you to stop by there. Now, if you want to have breakfast, they're encouraging you, if you would, just text them and let them know you're coming so they can set a plate out for you. 601 951 You heard Daryl Smith and Dennis Ayers here on. <coughs> <coughs> I believe it was on Tuesday. So we just encourage you to,、uh, again, go out and help support this effort. Offer your prayers,、uh, your thoughts, and how this city can be made better. One of the things we need to be of one heart and one vision, as I mentioned earlier in the、uh, first hour, that was the secret sauce that made the founding documents so endurable because they had a common body of knowledge that they were operating from, which is the same Bible that Restoration Community Church. Is using and, under, and it undergirds what's going to happen at this prayer breakfast. See, that which worked hasn't stopped working. We should stop working that which worked. And this is why this whole thing about courage and integrity and standing、uh, no, it's not going to be without cost. But that's called life. It's called life in the big city. Somebody has to pay a price. You know, what, you know what motivates me in terms of encouraging me, in terms of how small my、uh, contribution is, or what's being required of me is compared to what others? You know, I turned 18 six months later, they ended the draft for Vietnam. I had four brothers who have already you know, been to the war. So, I mean, I could have got a deferment if that's what it was. But, you know, I was, whatever, I got to go, got to go. But since I didn't, I went on to college. But here's the deal I had tipped those men. Anybody who signed, steps up to the line and signed sign their name to an unknown mission that could very well require their life. Whether they work behind the lines, on the front lines, in the support role, folks, they still roll the dice when they put the name up there. And so I think about those men and women when I watch those old black and white footage of those men in World War II having to get off those boats and storm the beaches of Normandy and、uh, the islands down there in the Pacific and. Uh, walking in the snow up there in the, uh, uh, the black forest there in Russia and Germany. And,、uh, dude, this just, 
Folks, these were men. This is why what the Chris Rays of the world are doing is so repugnant to me. It's just, it, it repels something in me to just. First of all, this SOB has had the best that America has to offer. Went to the finest schools, got the finest jobs, making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year as a government employee. And all they can think about is how they can dominate us. Nah, bro, you just like that Bill Gates and George Soros and all those other billionaires who say there's too many people on the planet. Once you say that, bro, you marked with me. You're like a child molester in prison. You cannot have peace and you cannot finish your sentence. All because of what you say and what you believe. Can a dis- we can't say that you can't believe that. We're just saying that there's going to be a price to pay. Just like you're telling us that we're going to have to have a price paid that if you have your way. That's why you've heard me say down through the years, even before all this came to light, officially, there's no substitute for a man being a man. There simply is no substitute for a man being a man. And I see all these milk toast, noodle arms, metrosexual men out here and all that kind of crap. But when I see these men, what I see well, I think might be what's inside of them. Don't necessarily mean it's so. The same uncertainty that I could very well experience. I know uh, when I was taking hyperketo, they had these two twins. Uh, they would come and uh, the one time they had it, they brought this guy with them. If I recall, I think they were from the same place. And this guy, man buns. I mean, yeah, no, if you saw him, you would think he was a barista from Starbucks. He was a badass. He could handle himself. So I don't underestimate what's inside each because I don't know who's going to end up rising to the occasion. This is why the, the, the fire that they're playing with, they have no idea what they're doing. See, what they're doing, like I said before, they're sitting in their, uh, uh, in their conference room on their encrypted Zoom call and they're getting all these instructions and they're feeling real confident because the plans they've ran thus far have worked and they're feeling real cocky about the uh, efficacy of all their electronic devices and they got a dos- dossier on everybody and yada, yada, yada. But all it takes is for one person to decide, you know what, today's my day. And guess what? Today's your day. Everybody's not going home to the family. And then there's going to be some heads hanging low and some songs sang slow because you thought you were Billy Badass. And your supervisor is going to come and give your wife a flag and tell him what a great guy you were and you're thinking, I told that SOB this wasn't going to work. I'm just saying, you ain't got to doubt me. Read your history. Study your history. What you can find now. Let's go to C. Randall. You ain't got to doubt me. Read your history. Study your history. Hey, buddy. Let's go. Hey, what's going on, Mr. Kim Wade? How you doing, sir? Man, I ain't called you in a minute. How y'all been? <clears throat> Man, we percolating along over here, brother. What about you? Man, just in and out of the country. Look, I'm going to ask you a question. I'm going to hang up and let you answer it. You know, I'm, I'm so proud to know that you you got your presidency of Kansas going on. I mean, uh, mayorism of Kansas going on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
whenever you do become mayor, are you going to, I'm sure you will, being a people person that you are, shake hands with local um, Hines County, Madison County, SOs, I mean, just to clean up Jackson, Mississippi, have more protection for the citizens that are that are still remain there, and maybe more will come in and have more prosperity for businesses. Oh, absolutely. Uh, look, we're going to be officer-friendly, friendly. We're, to the extent that we can, we're going paperless in Jackson. I don't want those officers on patrol. I want them to be in control of their precinct when they're uh, on duty. They can handle whatever infraction they encounter. Whatever they think is the best way to deliver community policing services, if it's to bring the young Democrat kid and explain to him the program and the rules of that precinct, any manner he thinks, if he has to turn his body cam off, turn it off. It cuts both ways now. But if they think that they need to turn it off or, you know, they need to park in the back of the building and have some heated fellowship, I understand. Just give me plausible deniability and don't let me get blinded by some cameras. <laughs> film. Yes, sir. Yes, <laughs> but no, we're going well, to do it. If you need some personal protection, I got me and a couple of guys. We live in Rank County, but we'll be more glad to stand by your side in front of you, behind you. We'll catch everything that comes your way. We appreciate it. And, you know, uh, I've had the offer extended. So when I do public debates and speaking, folks, you can rush me if you want to. But I'm just telling you, I got some folks got my six, and you, they ain't, you ain't even going to know they're there. But, brother, I appreciate it, yeah. and I will keep that in mind, my man. We got you locked in. Man, may God be on y'all's side completely, I promise you. All right, brother. I'll either be covered by the blood or covered in blood, one of the two. Yes, sir. Thank you. Thank man. you. All right. You know, folks, this is not uh, uh, somebody trying to be tough. That's not it. These people are pushed up on us. They think they have every right to destroy everything that we value. And here's here's the little hitching the giddy up that kind of gets in my crawl we the american people christian patriots and rednecks trump supporters america lovers jesus lovers brother we shared everything we had willingly out of the overflow of the harvest god blessed us with and blessed this nation with we haven't withheld not one thing from you bums you ingrates and yet you join with those who would destroy everything that we hold dear simply because you're angry? Okay, well, we've asked for a number of years that you would not do this. We asked that, you know, to be left alone. And in the course of being asked to be left alone, we never even withheld our hand of support from you. When you couldn't feed yourself and your family and all the other uh, hanger-ons you got, we gave willingly. And yet, you push up on us. You join forces with those who hate us. I'm just saying, Hoss, you crossed the line. And now that the Durham report has come out, it's not even, I mean, if you want to believe something else, that these people are just, you know, just a bunch of, uh, uh, this is some college pranks or something, Okay. If you want to believe that, that's fine. It's not going to change the reality that these people have every intention to harm you. They're at war with humanity. They're at war with the word of God. The Derek Johnsons of the world, the uh, uh, folks who take sorrows, money, and folks who steal our elections and all that. So you're all giggles and grin now. And 
Folks, you are not going to believe. Oh, my goodness. I got something to tell you after this break. You're not going to believe. And this comes from somebody who knows how the game is played. This is why I was saying during a campaign for mayor, black folks, you're not going to be happy with me, but you'll be happy with the results that I will deliver. But we've got to change our racist ways. We ain't got no choice. You ever been to Redeemer Church over there with Pastor McGowan? You see how effective that church is, how cohesive it is with the membership it has, people working together, black and white. I think you'll find more white couples who have adopted not just black kids, just kids than any other church I've ever been in. There are people who are trying to live the dream, walk out Christ's desire for all of us. But the blacks in the black church, you got we got to do better. We have to get we have to start coming down on the black racist who we hear on the radio. Who think it's OK. To say the things that we say and then go and have the gall, unmitigated gall to go ask these very same people. Uh, give me five dollars. Could you help a brother out? No. No, it can't help you out. We need to change. We need to do what white folks have done with their parents and grandparents and uncles and racist friends. They shunned them. They let them know that that behavior was not acceptable. Black folks, are we willing to do the same thing? If not, we need to shut off this rhetoric. All this reckless talk about who's a racist. I'm not caping up and running interference for them. I'm running interference for what's right and what works. All right, folks, we're back. Hey, I want to remind you about my friend, Tom. Tom's Fried Pies there in Richland, Mississippi, right down the road from Kroger's on Highway 49 South. So you see Kroger's on your right, Walmart on your left. South of Kroger's, there's a Walgreens, cross from Walgreens, Tom's Fried Pies. Some of the best pies known to mankind. Folks, I told you the crust is something to die for. And if he was in Jackson, you could very well do it, but he's not. He's safe and sound in Richland, Mississippi. Stop by there and get your fruit pie. You want a meal? Get you a meat pie. They got meat pies, taco pie. They got all sorts of pies. Just tell Tom. Tom, have you ever tried putting this in a, a pie? Uh-huh. Okay. So check it out today. And I'm telling you now, do not go down there and buy one pie. You're going to be disappointed or there's going to be a fight. Because what I have found is, now if you get your pie fresh out the grease, I mean, because these are deep fried pies and how they get them like they've been uh, baked without the greasy uh, taste to them. Man, I don't know what he does. Tom, what is your secret? What's your name else? But get your two pies. because Now, they've got the ones at the counter. You can get right. They're ready to go right then. I tell you what, you're going to finish that pie before you get to the end of his property. Okay? Then you're standing there looking crazy. Should I get one more? Yes. You should have got two. Tom's Fried Pie. Avoid pie violence. Because if you get back to the car, you got one pie, and the person with you going to want to try to taste it after they see you gingerly picking the crust off your shirt and eating it. And it's, mm, it must be really good. Let me have a piece. Then they take a bite, and then they take one of them big Pac-Man bites, bite your finger. Now you mad, your finger cut, your pie gone, and now it's on. You don't know how many times Richland PD has come down there and regulate some fools who thought it was cute just by one pie after they heard the strong man say get two pies so get two pies at tom's ride pies all right folks 
I encourage you. I commend them to you highly. All right, folks, we have on the line with us the beloved Carol, Sylvia's favorite girl. What's up? Kim. Hey, Carol. You don't seem to be getting a lot of calls this afternoon. Well, I was waiting. I so, told them, don't nobody call until we hear from Carol. So my producer is following my instructions. I like your producer. He's such a gentleman. Kim, um, I want to ask you a question, yeah. and I don't want you to be uh, predictable. Now, we know that Maker and then Charles Evers, of course, were instrumental in the early days of the NAACP as field secretaries there in Hines County. I would like to have your narrative and your description of what has changed as far as the mission statement, uh, the uh, goal of the NAACP as it was back in their day as opposed to what it is in Derek. Derek, Derek's. Uh, Prince Pans Johnson, yeah, okay. Now, I'm not going to call him that. Now, I know that he did start there in Jackson, correct? Yeah, I think he was the county NAACP, then he went to the state, now he's the head hustler. I'm going to hang up and listen to your reply, and without being predictable, I would like for you to give an honest assessment of the difference. You know, when Mr. Charles Evers took over the uh, uh, local NAACP that after Magra was assassinated, he and uh, uh, Roy Wilkins did not necessarily agree on all their objectives. Mm-hmm. But anyway, I'm going to hang up and listen to your reply, Kim, and thank you for taking my call. And thank you for your contribution to today's show, Carol. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Every cause, and this is not, this is words of a great uh, observer of of the human condition, made the notation that every cause turns into a movement. Every movement turns into a business. And every business turns into a hustle. The NAACP came out of a cause to uplift the Negro race. It turned into a movement called the Niagara Movement, which subsequently became the NAACP, which became a business. And during the time that Megger and Thurgood and all those folks were prominent on the stage of life, it was a business that was functioning. And its cost-benefit analysis was delivering returns worthy of the effort. The juice was worthy of the squeeze. After 1968, with the advent of Jesse Judas Jackson, Jesse's middle name is actually Aaron. There's spiritual and theological significance to that name. Jesse set Dr. King up to be murdered. Jesse is a confidential human source for the government. He's always been. Jesse's job was to remove the spiritual underpinnings of the movement itself, including that of the NAACP. Jesse Jackson ushered in the era of the selfish black leader. 
in 1968, a pivotal year in which Fannie Lou, Mississippi Democrat Freedom Party, Freedom Democrat Party, however、uh, it goes, came back to the Democrat convention in Chicago after having gone to New Jersey. The white Democrats, the Dixiecrats, the same, very same Dixiecrats, by the way, that are filing all these lawsuits that's holding the black community back, such as the House Bill 1020 lawsuits and the lawsuit against charter schools and funding for private schools and anything that would give an alternative to these failed school systems. But that's another show. 1968, they killed Dr. King, they killed Kennedy, and the white Democrats. Finally, opened the door to their party after black, blacks came there beating on the door saying, Let us in! And the evil white Democrats opened the door and said, Negroes! Kind of like on Antoine Fisher. You know, when his stepmom opened the door after he had been in the Navy and came back to visit. Negroes! What's that? I didn't hear y'all knocking. Come on in here, you big lughead. And they let the blacks in and gave them a noogie as they came in. You know, the noogie is where you take your knuckles and rub their head. You big lug, come on in here. Why don't y'all open the door in 64? Man, we didn't hear you. Man, I didn't hear you. I tell you what, this is what happened. We were going to open the door, but those evil Dixie Crack, they were blocking us. Well, how many was it? There was five. Well, there's a hundred of y'all. Y'all could. Man, you just don't understand on Dixiecrats, they just a special kind of evil. So, the white Democrats in 1968, in the fall of 1968 to be specific, went from being our open enemy, having killed Swarner, Cheney, and Goodman, and others throughout the South, went from being our open enemy. To our friend. Come on, let's share soda, man. Come on, take a swig. Let me take a swig. That's why when I told you, when I first went to the two museums, the Civil Rights Museum, when I went down there, the first thing the strong man noticed you come in the door of the museum where the exhibits are, first thing you see are white Dixiecrats, Democrats, or whatever you want to call them, evil. These are the devils that the Elijah Muhammad was talking about. Let's be specific. t h e y doing all sorts of evil to black people. And that entire route of that exhibit, white Democrats are dogging us out in the fields and in the streets, in the,、uh, in the schools, in the churches, everywhere. Just white Democrats just misusing black people. And then you get all the way to the end of the exhibit. Then we got a Jubilee song going on because these same white Democrats have decided to be our friends after killing us all those years. And we think that's cool. We think that's progress. And I'm thinking, wait, wait a minute.、What? This is this what we celebrate? The fact that we've been invited into the Democrat Party? From a tactical standpoint, it made no sense at all. And what is interesting to me, Carol, try to find some writings on just articles, opinions in the various National Review and all the magazines of that day about what was on the mind of white Democrats 
knowing the blacks were coming back in 68. They had four years to get ready. Elijah Muhammad said, You know what he said? He said, This is a trick, y'all. All these rights movements and acts that they're doing, it's a scam. He said, All that has happened, Elijah Muhammad said, All that has happened is that the Willie Lynch syndrome broke and it caught the white Democrats unaware. So they had to make up the Civil Rights Act, the Voting Rights Act, and all that stuff as a stalling tactic. And by the time 1968, they had their game plan together. They're going to install Jesse Jackson as the Judas goat. Because look at us now. w e wilding out in the streets of, of, of America. Our kids are out of control. And it's all because of our association with them. You doubt what I'm saying? Go to the archives and look at Jet Magazine and Ebony starting in 1968 up to today. Well, whenever it stopped publishing. And you can see the devil's influence on the black community. Look at our people now. Whores, hookers, and hoes. In too many instances. And it's all because of our association with the Democrat Party and these bishops, these so called preachers. You guys have led us to this Jonestown. Jonestown. The Derek Johnsons of the world, they're worse than cancer in the Klan. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. I get this text message.、Uh, what did he say? The guy asks you. Uh, let me get this here. Hey, man, she asked you what was the mission statement of the NAACP back when Evers was in charge, and what is the mission statement now? I just said it went from a business to a racket. Bruh, pay attention. See, this is why you don't need to be voting, bruh. Real talk. But anyway, Derek Johnson. The NAACP went bankrupt after Ben Chavez, another black for a living brother, got in there and、uh, he was accused of、uh, abusing the, the budget and、uh, led the NAACP into bankruptcy. Their assets w a s up for grabs. White groups, particularly the AFL CIO, the union groups, if I recall, was the AFL CIO. Bought them out of hockey. The NAACP is owned by these various groups that actually, over the long term, have proven to be detrimental to the black community. They support every cause that opposes the Word of God, any cause that does not affirm life, and any cause that will ensure that we will not get a good education in these public schools. And yet they demand it. Matter of fact, I'm working on right now. All these different lawsuits that have been brought against choice charter schools,、uh, even when they were trying to get third grade reading requirements in place, we're going to start looking at these law groups and the lawyers behind them. And I'm seeing that some of the, these are the same lawyers. They keep opposing the black community being able to get on its feet from a generational standpoint by undermining the education of our kids and destroying the、uh, moral fiber. Of our community. That's why Derek Johnson's NAACP, being so heavily funded by the LGBT community, is going to destroy what's left of the black community. He doesn't care. Somebody sent me a text. Matter of fact, this same knucklehead.、Uh, Derek Johnson said that you ain't nobody because、uh, he's on a national level, you're on the local. Brother, see, this is, you're what I'm talking about. You lack home training, 
You have not been reared properly because if it was, you would understand what's wrong with that. It's not a personal slight against me personally. It's a, it, it's an,、uh, a window to who he is and who he has become. So that's the problem with black folks now. Everybody done got so important. I remember reading that article about Tommy Green when she was retiring, and she kept going on and on in this article about how many achievements she had, how much public service she had. Our system in Hines County is under, it's collapsing. And she was there all the time. At what point do we say, look, dog, with all due respect, you got to do better? And see, Derek don't want any accountability. And like I tell them and I tell you, brother, I don't need no portfolio. The portfolio is the word of God that I'm standing on. That's why they couldn't fade King. They're not going to be able to fade me. Taking my life is not the worst thing that can happen to a believer. So, because you are so bereft of spiritual underpinnings, you have no idea what I'm talking about. And this is why I was saying about all this revelation about these people being wrong about Donald Trump. In fact, Trump being right about the things he was saying. And you don't have enough God in you to admit that you were wrong and go to that man or go publicly like you did when you were dropping salt. And say I was wrong because that's that pride. I heard it in Derek Johnson. Nowhere in the Bible, when it talks about pride, do they have an asterisk that says, but for Negroes with their self righteous anger because of slavery. Nothing in there like that. And you have been pumped up because you see all those people standing on either side of you with those same warped, degenerate ideals and views. You think that because you have a large number of folks with you, that you're correct. Again, you haven't been reared properly. I thank God for the men and women in my life who have told me true at great sacrifice to themselves. It seems like they ain't sacrificed nothing to tell you true. Brother, you like a tree just blowing in the wind. You're not going to be able to stand, bro. I ain't trying to make you feel bad or drop salt. I'm just telling you, you ain't built for this. Not freedom. Let's go to Steve. Make you feel bad or drop salt. I'm just telling you. Hey, Steve. Hello. Steve. Hello. Going once, going twice, going. Here's the thing, John, representing all things liberal. What's going on, John? How's it going today, Mr. Wade? I think it's going to be all right.、Oh, I love it. I love listening to you opine about how the Republicans can save、uh, black people and why black people should vote Republican. Now, did I say that? You heard me say that today. Yes, believe it or, believe it or what not. What did I say?、Um, Please preface your comments、uh, with what I actually said. Yeah, you were talking about how black people were lost because they're in the Democrat Party, they're in the Democratic Party and they, they cater to the Democrats and they give their votes to the Democrats. All of that's nice, but what you don't realize is black people used to vote Republicans. Remember, we were Republicans at one time, but what happened? Republicans took the vote for granted and they did not fulfill the promises. So, therefore, the Democrats outmaneuvered and started to court. So, when did that happen? Give us a time frame, if you will,、uh, when they took the black vote for granted. Well, I'll say this the nail in the coffin. 
the nail in the coffin was the Civil Rights Act. That was the nail in the coffin. That's when that's when Lyndon Johnson basically outmaneuvered you, and he said that the Democratic Party pretty much they would get the black vote for infinity. Well, see what you're doing. What you're doing is conflating and tying together a lot of different incidents that actually doesn't prove your point. Oh, it does because again. It's all in politics. You always say, what are you going Again, to do? Again, now you're going to abstractions, gentlemen. I have to keep you on task. You made a statement that I was inviting people to join the Republican Party by virtue of the fact that I talked about the Democrat Party. That's not the same thing, John. John, you're more educated than that. Now, what I said was about the evils of the Democrat Party and our association with it. I never once said you need to join the Republican Party. I said you need to do right. And you're right, you're going to find the Republican Party doing right more often than the Democrat Party, certainly not supporting wrongdoing in the manner the Democrats are doing. So, John, we're going to try to help get you on task. You're a good guy most of the time, but you're like a societal hemorrhoid, bro. But can I ask you one question, Mr. Blake? Yes, sir. If you were trying to really convince me that the Republican Party is better than the Democrat Party. I'm not trying to do that, John. I never said that. John, what I want you to do is do what's right. Do you know what's right, John? Okay, let me explain something to you. I'm going to tell you why I think the Democratic Party is the party for me. Number one, they're more inclusive. They haven't backed themselves into a corner. They have a wide umbrella. They just seem more inclusive. They are for making room for other groups to join the team. The Republican Party appears to kind of, they they act like there's not enough room for anybody else to get up under the tent with them. So wait a minute, hold on, hold on, because I'm I'm listening to your choice of words. They act like. So what are the actual actions that you're talking about? I'll give you a prime example. Yeah, please do. Number one, they want to tell you that, uh, uh, Marjorie Green, she likes to she likes to throw things out like uh, the uh, the the uh, the reason the shooter the shooter was uh, 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 an illegal alien or or he was uh, the shooter out in Texas. You know they throw these crazy. Well, he was an illegal alien, but okay, don't let facts okay. get in the way of your narrative, brother. Okay, well, but here's what I'm saying: you have these far right people in your party that are strangling your party. Your party, but you haven't made a point. All you're doing is showing, telling us that you just don't like us for you just no, don't like us because no, the fact I, that they no, said no. the guy was an illegal and he is an illegal. You're upset what they told the truth. All I'm saying is, oh, they shouldn't guys, tell the truth because guys, he is of a certain uh, approved group that you like. That's that's what you're saying. No, what I'm saying is you guys don't make room for any other. We make room for the truth, brother. We don't make room for foolishness and and liars. And few okay. people who are out of their minds, like yourself. Okay, well, can I ask one other question? Certainly. And, and this, is, this is the last one. You, you talk a lot about President Trump and the election was stolen. Okay, all that's fine and dandy if you want to say the election was stolen. But the question I have to ask, when President Trump was in office, did he lower the debt? Did he cut spending? Did he do anything to improve our uh, economy when it came to debt? To, to, to reducing our debt. Yes, no, absolutely. Absolutely. See, it, the debt is not a problem if the debt can be serviced through economic activity. And he had the economy on far. So what else you need to know, sir? Because I'm removing the veil of ignorance from your head and I'm sure it snowballs. So basically what you're telling me is... He that he had, a, he had the economy popping. 
And when the economy is popping, you can service the debt. You can pay your bills. But service is it reducing is what I'm saying. Did he cut? Yeah, let, hold, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. If you ain't paying your bills, you ain't servicing or doing anything else. We're not doing that now under Joe Biden. Bro, we got to take a break. Look, we appreciate your call. Look, try again. Get with Snowball. He can give you some of his brain cells because he's clearly not using them. We'll be right back. All right. All right. We're going to get to the phones. Look, what's interesting about all this? Black people, John in particular, he exemplifies this. We're the last to know that we got scammed. Everybody else is like, dude, pull up, dog. Man, we coon dogging. That's what Derek Johnson is doing. Of course, he's getting paid for it, I guess, as chairman of the NAACP. But matter of fact, folks, let's go to the caller. Uh, if you look at the back of the NAACP membership card, everything they said about Donald Trump and what Trump said about Charlottesville Read the back of that card, and you say, wait a minute. This is what Trump says. These people are full of crap. Don't put up with it. Call it Matt. What's up? Yes. You're on the uh, air. Cam, I'll try to keep as brief as I can. Okay. I was uh, on a flight back from Minnesota, Minneapolis, heading toward uh, Cincinnati. Sitting next to me on aircraft was an older gentleman who was retired first president of, of government insurance company. And uh, he had been called by when Johnson uh, was, re-elect, was elected, was president-elect, he called this gentleman in who was a very high-ranking civil service and um, asked him and a couple of other people to go back and write up a, a speech for him that was going to outline his great society program and what in in the nutshell he wanted was to know where was the best place uh most efficient place to spend the government the fed, you know federal doctor right. a do- a dollar you got about 30 seconds okay in essence they came back to him a couple months later just a week before his speech before congress and he said uh, what they presented was that you need to get the older black fellows tied with successful businessmen, and the ones that look like they have a good opportunity. He said, absolutely not. He said, you guys missed the boat completely. What we are after is their minds. There you go. And they got it. You just heard it. And here's the thing, John, the boy's mind is gone. He's a slave to the Democrat Party. He's coon-dogging 24-7, 365. Matt, we appreciate you. Thank you That's so much. That's a true story. I was on the aircraft with the man. I will not give his name. Well, the evidence is all around you that that's the case because yep. the black community has collapsed uh, yeah, after we became friends. You know, we set up all the uh, all the mechanisms by, uh, you know, used to the grandmother would raise the first child. We on that boat ship back to Africa. He did away with that. Amiibo, Amiibo. All right, brother. We appreciate it. We're out of time. Peace. Peace.